Good afternoon and welcome to Life Science Rush Hour with Matt Corcoran. Hope everyone's having a great day. Today, I'm going to keep this nice and brief. I want to talk on one topic, and that is property insurance um, with a focus on where coverage can be found with you know the impending Hurricane Florence. Um, a lot of people originally you know, just think, hey, I got my contents and I got my building. That's what's covered. Um, but there's a lot of other coverages that you might be able to look to to maximize um, coverage. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that and there is no claims. Uh, the impact is minimal. But in the event it's not, I think it's always important to know that there's probably more coverage than you believe in your insurance policy. Sometimes companies are quick to point this out. Other times, not so much. Or sometimes you just don't know to point that out to the adjuster. Um, so that's why it's important to keep receipts, take pictures, um, and kind of throw everything at the insurance carrier and see what sticks. So a couple of places, I'm not going to go over everything, but the, the obvious one is debris removal. You may have no damage, you know, if you have a claim and there's damage, but more importantly, debris that's kind of been put in your, on your property, there's going to be some coverage for that to clean that up. Um, I talked about this yesterday, civil authority, or kind of in the same vein, denial of access. In, think ingress, egress. If you can't get to your property because of a, an adjacent property is damaged, um, you can have business income coverage pick some of that up. Um, preservation property. So you're putting boards up on the windows now. You have a loss. Some of those expenses can be offset by insurance. Um, contingent business income and regular business income. These are pretty obvious. I talk about them all the time. You suffer a loss and you have a business income loss or you know a, a break in revenue um, sales, that's covered by insurance. Let's say you have to relocate. Um, and you have to temporarily, and you have a higher rent, that would fall under extra expense. That can be covered. Um, let's say you need to bring in a claims professional to help you adjust that claim. And here you want to do, be, you do want to be careful for, you know, with an, an adjuster versus maybe like a forensic accountant. But a claims professional can be covered. So the insurance company actually say, hey, here's $10,000 to go get a forensic accountant to help you us you know, to help, you know, help you advocate this claim on your behalf. So there's, there should be coverage there. Um, ordinance or law. So let's say half your building was destroyed, but, you know, the the ordinance or the, the regulations within your, in your city or town say, hey, the whole thing has to be demolished. There can be coverage there, even though only half the property was um, destroyed. So those are a couple of things you want to be... Um, Thinking of if God forbid you do have a claim, and again, my advice always is that hey, say anything you incur, any additional cost you incur, you need to bring that to the insurance company's attention because you may very well find there's coverage for. I do want to talk about some drawbacks, though, or some not drawbacks, but some things to be aware of. Um, first, on deductibles, if you're in a wind zone, which can vary by insurance, but a lot of these, a lot of people. A lot of you down North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, up into Virginia, Florida, and what's or what's called a, in a wind zone, especially if you're near the coast. What that means is 
A, you might have limited coverage on wind. Probably not, but you could. Um, but probably you have some sort of separate deductible. Um, so let's say you have a, you know, if you have a fire, it's a ten thousand dollar deductible. With wind, you may have that may be a hundred thousand, um, or it may be five percent of your total insured value, subject to a hundred thousand. Either way, it's going to probably be a higher deductible. So you definitely want to be aware of that. That can also affect your business income and your contingent business income. And that's actually, you know, which brings me to a point for you, for you people listening that aren't down in the South, but have suppliers or key customers down in the South. Those customers, you may have a wind deductible on the contingent business income that you're not aware of. Um, so you have a key supplier, they suffer a loss, even though you're in Pennsylvania, your suppliers in North Carolina, um, it's a win loss. You may have a higher deductible on contingent business income or a, or a longer waiting period. So something to think about, um, especially for those, obviously for the people in the area, but for people who don't even think this is going to affect them, you could be impacted even though you're you know hundreds of miles away. Flood, flood is often going to be excluded from your property policy. If you have it and you're in a flood zone, you're probably going to be subject to a deductible that's equal to whatever the NFIP can offer. So National Flood Insurance Program, the you know, the government-run um, flood program, or I shouldn't say run, but the government flood flood program. Um, so that's, you know that that could be five hundred thousand, um, I believe, for commercial um, entities. So you may have a $500,000 deductible right off the bat. The other thing about NFIP flood insurance is, unlike most commercial property policies that pay you replacement cost, your building goes down, what's the cost to replace? Um, NFIP is actual cash value. So that's replacement cost minus depreciation. So you have a 20-year-old root or 20-year-old building. It's going to be, hey, what, what's the replacement cost minus 20 years of wear and tear? So not very advantageous, explains why it's so cheap. Um, you also have limited coverage or, you know, limited limit you can get. Um, so given the storm surge, though, some of you may not be in a flood zone and you may have, you may have uh, commercial flood insurance through your primary carrier. Be advised, though, there is probably going to be a sublimit. There, you know, if you have a $10 million property, they might offer you one, they might offer you two and a half, maybe $5 million. Oftentimes they're not going to do five million or ten million, um, just to be aware. So, at the end of the day, you know, obviously we're hoping this has no impact or minimal impact is probably more likely, you know, more realistic hope. Um, man, and the first concern obviously is your health, your family, uh, making sure everyone's safe, and then as you go through, obviously, you know, your well-being, making sure your business is properly protected. Um, and you're getting the max amount of insurance dollars that you can for the premium and the policy you paid for. Again, throw everything at the insurance company, see what sticks, um, do it sooner rather than later as well. I know that's not always easy in, in catastrophic situations. There's also, you know, carriers seem to be quicker on the tangible property losses. Business income, they do take a little bit longer to adjust because it's it's not as black and white. Um there's going to be adjusters on the on the ground, so you know just something to be aware of. Uh, and this reminds me of one last point 
I definitely want to call everyone's attention is business income due to service eruption. Got to be very, very careful here because a lot of times it's a false coverage, meaning the business in overhead wires are excluded. Um, I'm not familiar, you know, how it all, you know, here in the Northeast, a lot of overhead wires. Down there, maybe not so much given the wind zones. Um, but, but that business income due to utility service laws from overhead wires is often excluded or sublimited. So hopefully your policy is not, or hopefully you have underground wires. Again, just something to think about. Wish everyone the best. Uh, we'll be praying for you. And um, good luck. Appreciate you listening. Any questions, feel free to reach out. Matt at mattcork.com, M-A-T-T at M-A-T-T-C-O-R-C.com. My blog, mattcork.com on Twitter, MXC390. You can look me up on Facebook. Um, I'm not sure if I'm anywhere else. Search me and uh, reach out. Happy to talk to you, get back to you. Any suggestions, feedback, always welcome. Thanks and have a great one.